your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 713 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today, you know, the Rangers obviously uh, did not play last night. It's Tuesday as I'm recording this, so we have a uh, non-game recap episode here. And I wanted to spend some time talking about a story storyline, excuse me, that has basically been developing and festering uh, for pretty much the entire season and more so than ever lately. And I am talking about uh, Ryan Reeves and what the Rangers' plans are for him and what they should do with him and what I think they should do with him. You get the idea. This episode is going to be very Ryan Reeves-centric. I'm going to look at some reasons uh, why you know the Rangers might want to think about making a change there and maybe moving on, but I'm also going to look at some reasons and uh, stick up for Ryan Reeves a little bit and talk about why uh, I think it might be a good reason for them to hang on to him. I'm going to present both sides of the argument because uh, there's some pretty compelling cases that can be made both ways, so we're going to do that today. I'm also uh, going to share a video. It was a fan shot video uh, that was taken from the second row of Mullet Arena when the Rangers were playing the Coyotes there. It's, it's a very, it's a cool video. It's on the other screen over here. I'm going to play it for you guys uh, toward the end of today's episode. So actually, if you can watch on YouTube, good time to do that today. Obviously, if you're driving, please do not watch on YouTube. You can always uh, look up the episode on YouTube a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, going to do that as well. But Ryan Reeves, uh, to kind of just take it from the top here, Revo now, 35 years old. He is the oldest skater on the Rangers by about four years. Uh, second oldest player on the Rangers behind only Yaroslav Halak, who is 37 years old. And just for some recapping as far as how he got to the Rangers, he was acquired before the start of last season from the Vegas Golden Knights in a trade that saw the Rangers send a 2022 third rounder back to Vegas. And in retrospect, might be a little bit steep. I remember it being like a fourth rounder, but I think now... I probably got that mixed up with the Howden trade now that I'm thinking about it because the Rangers got a fourth rounder from for Howden when they sent him to Vegas and, uh, you know, Reeves obviously cost them a third rounder. So a little bit of a steep price to pay, but the Rangers really wanted to get their guy. They were coming off of that season with all the Tom Wilson nonsense. And as we talked about on here, you know, Chris Drury had taken over as the GM. He wanted to make this team bigger, tougher, physical, more difficult to play against. And I think he certainly uh, has accomplished that goal with some of the moves he's made uh, over these past couple of seasons here. And this is kind of the quintessential move of that whole, you know, philosophy as far as, you know, trying to get bigger and tougher and stronger and all that good stuff. And obviously, they really wanted Ryan Reeves. They went out and got him. And clearly, uh, they wanted him for more than just one year because, when the Rangers acquired Reeves, he had only one year left on his deal, uh, but pretty quickly and, and pretty uh, quietly, the Rangers and Reeves got a one-year extension done, and he's now playing in that year of his contract. So uh, he only had one year left, but the Rangers and Reeves came to a one-year extension. So at that point, he was going to be here for two years, uh, obviously barring a trade or anything like that. But uh, the extension once again, for one year, $1.75 million, which is exactly what he was making in his previous contract as well. As far as stats between last year and this year, going to go through these pretty quick. I did want to point out just one thing from last year, last year's stats for Ryan Reeves. Uh, he had 13 points for the Rangers, which was tied for the third most of his career. And he's not an offensive juggernaut. We know that. 
but he did produce a little bit, you know, from the fourth line. You're not going to get a whole lot from your fourth liners. You have to keep expectations in check. And uh, one of his more productive seasons as far as offense is concerned, that's obviously, again, not the main reason why he's here, but it was nice to see him uh, chip in from time to time. This year, though, uh, no points in 12 games. Uh, he is also a minus five in those 12 games. Only three shots on goal in the 12 games. He's averaging only eight minutes and 27 seconds of ice time per night, and that is down from 1039 last season. Uh, he's blocked four shots. He has dished out 44 hits. So he is still racking up the hits. He is still playing physical, despite obviously not getting a ton of ice time. And it's crazy because, you know, anytime they show a graphic having to do with Ryan Reeves, you know, they'll show the players who have the most hits in the NHL over the past five years combined, or the most hits in the NHL over the past three years combined, or the most hits uh, per 60 minutes played. Ryan Reeves always uh, at or near the very top of that list. So he is a physical player. And just for fun, one more stat, kind of an unofficial stat that I'm going to add here as well. Ryan Reeves is 2-0 in fights this season. We've, we've seen him drop the gloves a couple of times and uh, win both of those fights. But the thing that everybody's talking about, once again, is you know, does he still have a role here? Is he still a useful player to the New York Rangers? He's been a healthy scratch in six of the last seven games, uh, including the last three in a row. The one game that he did play out of that seven-game stretch, he only got seven minutes and 27 seconds, uh, 7.26, excuse me, of ice time, got into a fight, and uh, had six hits. So playing very, 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 very sparingly for the New York Rangers, and I think, you know, for sure, there is at least a little bit of a case that can be made uh, to move on if you're a fan of this Ranger team and you think that they might need that cap space for, for something else or, you know, you might think that uh, he's just not worth the roster spot at this time and you just want to see somebody else get an opportunity. Um, so I think what we'll do is we will get to that in just a second. We will get to the case against Ryan Reeves remaining a New York Ranger, whether the Rangers try to facilitate a trade. Uh, any return for Ryan Reeves would be kind of minimal at this point, I would imagine, uh, especially given the fact that the Rangers have been healthy scratching him, so they don't really have a leg to stand on in terms of uh, what they get back for him in any kind of a trade. Uh, but we will talk about that in just a second. Also go do the case for Ryan Reeves as well. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to hockey to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So first, you know, we'll start with kind of the negatives as far as Ryan Reeves remaining a New York Ranger. And, you know, I, I don't say this stuff lately because I do like Ryan Reeves. I think he's a very likable guy. I think he's very well liked in that locker room. But... It is a business, and there are certain reasons you could point to as far as, you know, a possible, um, you know, changing of the guard or whatever you want to call it, whether they are able to trade Reeves or they simply waive him, whatever the case might be. And the first reason uh, to consider doing this if you're the Rangers is the fact that uh, there is a little bit of a logjam right now. And when you look at guys on this team, on this New York Ranger roster right now, who also might be candidates to be healthy scratches— you know, coming into the season, you would have probably said guys like Jimmy Vesey, you know, Vesey was here on a PTO, was no guarantee that he was going to even make the roster. Of course he did. 
Um, you look at guys like Julian Gauthier. These two players and a couple of other guys as well have really kind of solidified their spot in the lineup. Now, that stuff can always change. You know, obviously, if VZ, if his play slips a little bit or they just need a shakeup, whatever it might be, same thing with Julian Gauthier, uh, then it becomes possible that Ryan Reeves jumps back into the lineup in place of one of those guys. But yeah, VZ, once again, in camp on a PTO. Uh, again, no lock whatsoever to make the team. Played well in the preseason. And now he's getting a chance to play on the top line with Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider. And that's a whole other debate in and of itself. We could uh, talk about that. You know, we, we kind of go back and forth on that. Do you put Kako and Lafreniere into top six roles? And you know, solidify your top six, or do you keep the kid line together because they play well together, and then you get guys like VZ and Goodrow, Blay, whoever else might end up in the top six as a result of the kid line being together. Again, that's a whole different debate for a whole uh, different day. But right now, facts are facts. Jimmy VZ uh, has a role on this team. He's playing with Mika Zibanejad and Chris Kreider on the top unit. And even if he's not going to be on that top, uh, you know, line for the Rangers, uh, has a role as a penalty killer, which is something that Ryan Reeves is not going to do. So for all those reasons, it's hard to see Reeves slotting into the lineup over Jimmy VZ right now. And I think you could say the same thing for Julian Gauthier. Now, Gauthier... There's probably a better chance that Reeves would go in for him than for VZ right now, if I had to take a guess, simply because Gauthier obviously was placed on waivers this season, wasn't going to make the team. Uh, he cleared waivers, went down to the Hartford Wolfpack, went unclaimed on, on waivers. That's obviously why he uh, cleared. But he went down to the Hartford Wolfpack, uh, you know, kept at it. There was a, an incident earlier this season where he requested a trade. But you know what? He's back with the Rangers now. And... Um, it's not setting the bar tremendously high, but I think we're getting a little bit more out of Julian Gauthier than we've gotten in the past. He had that huge goal in the last game that gave the Rangers the one to nothing lead. So, uh, so far, so good for Gauthier. And I just don't know that they're going to take him out of the lineup right now in place of Ryan Reeves. Uh, I mean, you could look at some other players as well. Ryan Carpenter, maybe, but I, I can't see them doing that. So uh, this log jam right now that the Rangers have as far as forwards are concerned, it's keeping Ryan Reeves out of the lineup. And if he can't crack this lineup, then it, it gets to a point where, you know, are we going to be looking at a situation where, you know, Ryan Reeves is a healthy scratch in 10 out of 11 games or like 15 out of 17 games or something like that. And if it gets to that point, you do start to wonder like, okay, is, is there really any purpose for continuing to have him on this roster, especially at the uh, price that he costs the New York Rangers. And that leads me nicely into the next thing that I want to talk about. Probably the most important reason uh, as far as, you know, any Ryan Reeves detractors, why you might be looking to move on from Ryan Reeves. And that's to clear more cap space. And, you know, there might be some people out there who, who look at Reeves' contract and they say, well, he's only making $1.75 million. That's not really that much. You're right. It's not. But the Rangers, they have a cap crunch right now. They're right up against it. And... If you want the Rangers to, you know, make some moves at the trade deadline, you've got to free up some money in one way or another. And uh, moving on from Ryan Reeves and his contract might be one way to do it. it. It's not a ton of money. And of course, Reeves is at $1.75 million. So if you were to put somebody in the lap to take his place, you know, that player would be making at least seven hundred and fifty k. So you're only saving about a million. But that million could be the difference between uh, the Rangers, you know, acquiring a player that they really want to acquire and not doing that. And on top of that, the Rangers will accrue more cap space if they roll with 22 players as opposed to 23 players. So we'll see. You know, when, when money's tight, you start looking at, you know, players that you might be able to move if you're the Rangers. And guys like Ryan Reeves at $1.75 million or Sammy Blay at $1.525 million, maybe even Yarrow Halak at $1.5 million, they all become, you know, candidates, possibilities at least, to potentially be traded. And moving on from Ryan Reeves, again, whether it's via trade or via waiving him, that 
does give you a little bit more flexibility if you're the New York Rangers. And the Rangers, look, they're not going to trade Jacob Truba. Every now and then you see people floating that idea. They just named him the captain. He's making $8 million per season. He's got a no-move clause, and he is an important player to this team. I I know he's had his critics this season. Uh, I've been tough on him, too. Let's just put that to bed right now. Jacob Truba is not going anywhere. And I think most people understand that, but there are some people that continue to float that out as a possibility. Uh, But I digress here. So, yeah, I mean, this kind of builds on what I was just talking about. But, you know, if the Raiders were going to waive somebody and do this to, you know, potentially create some more cap space, I I think it probably makes more sense for Reeves to be the guy waived than anybody else. Again, the Rangers seem like they're pretty happy with with what they're getting out of VZ right now. Uh, Gauthier hopefully benefited from that stint in the minors. Uh, You know, you could look at somebody like Sammy Blay, but you know what? The Rangers made that trade last offseason. It was not a very popular trade. A lot of people really like Pavel Buchnevich, really wanted to see him stick around. I think it was a a salary dump as much as anything else, also getting the second-round pick as part of that trade. But Sammy Blay taken out on a dirty play last season, tore his ACL. Uh, they're going to be patient with him and give him a chance to kind of, uh, you know, find his legs and get going this season. Uh, he hasn't really been able to do a whole lot. He does play physical, um, but I can't see them, you know, forcing Sammy Blay out of town just to hang on to Ryan Reeves. I, I could be wrong, but I just get the feeling Gallant and the coaching staff, as well as probably Chris Drury, they all want to give Blay some rope this season and see what he can do. And uh, hopefully he can uh, make that trade somewhat worth it for the Rangers. Of course, that second round pick could be the thing that ultimately really makes it worth it for the Rangers. And, you know, Buchnevich, we've been over this too, but they just couldn't afford to hang on to him. But bottom line, uh, I think they will continue to give Sammy Blay opportunities. Uh, you could maybe say somebody like uh, Carpenter, you know, maybe he gets waived at a certain point. Or maybe they look to deal him. Uh, the problem, if you move on from Carpenter, though, is that then you've really only got four guys on the Ranger roster right now who can play center, and of course, every single game you need four centers, and those four centers are Mika, and Trocek, and Hedl, and uh, Goudreau, those will be the four that are left, that kind of handcuffs you a little bit, because Barclay Goodrow, you know, he can move up and down the lineup and play all three forward positions, if you get rid of Carpenter, Goodrow pretty much is locked into that fourth line center spot, which you might be okay with, you know, depending on what your thoughts are on Barkley Goodrow. But I think the Rangers like Goodrow as kind of that Swiss Army Army knife, that guy that can move up and down the lineup a little bit. And yeah, I, I just, I don't think it would be Carpenter. And, and if it was Carpenter, could be looking at a call-up of somebody like Ridal or Brodzinski, which might not even be that much of a drop-off. But bottom line, I think the Rangers, especially when you consider their cap hit, Ryan Carpenter making the league minimum 750K. Uh, Ryan Reeves uh, making quite a bit more than that at $1.7 million per season. Uh, so 1.75 to be exact. So yeah, I just think that uh, you know if somebody's going to get waived or if the Rangers have to move on from somebody to create a little bit more cap space, Ryan Reeves is probably the guy uh, simply by process of elimination here. There's also one I'm going to throw out there. Uh, it, it's kind of a retroactive one, and I guess in some ways it doesn't even really apply anymore. Um, but the bottom line is if Ryan Reeves had been dealt by this team, you know, in the, uh, in the preseason, then it's very possible that Tyler Mott could be a New York Ranger right now. Tyler Mott was out there as a free agent forever, uh, making just $1.35 million now this season after signing a one-year deal with the centers. I thought he'd get a little bit more money than that. I thought he might get a two-year deal. He did not. So Tyler Mott making... 400K, about 400K less than Ryan Reeves uh, for the Ottawa Senators right now. And look, I'm not going to make Tyler Mott out to be a superstar, but you guys saw he was an impactful player, a good player, just a buzzsaw out there, good penalty killer. 
uh, you know, just plays every shift like it's his last. And honestly, uh, the way the Rangers in certain games have kind of been running out of gas or maybe just not having all that much energy uh, from from the get-go in certain games this season, the Rangers could really use somebody like Tyler Mott right now. A uh, great penalty killer as well. So Tyler Mott, a more versatile player than Ryan Reeves. I think somebody that would certainly be a lock to be in the lineup pretty much night in and night out. Reeves clearly is not. And come playoff time, I think Tyler Mott, certainly his skill set, a little bit more important in the playoffs than Reeves. I know Reeves is physical, and that's important in the playoffs too. Uh, but Tyler Mott, you know, again, a little bit of a, you know, just kind of a buzzsaw player, one of those guys, the energy guys, somebody that can kind of solidify the fourth line a little bit and, and give you a little bit more scoring than Ryan Reeves is going to give you as well. So uh, that was kind of unfortunate. A little bit of a side note here. And I don't want to get Ranger fans' hopes up too much, but I know a lot of fans really, really liked Tyler Mott last year, and I, you can count me among you. Um, but Mott, you know, the, he's on the Senators right now. They're not having such a great season. I believe they're still in last place in their division. He's only on a one-year deal. He's a UFA at the end of this season. If the Rangers... You know, if they go shopping at the trade deadline, they're in position to be buyers again this season. And if they aren't able to get, you know, one of the big prizes as far as, you know, players are going to be available at the trade deadline, either because they don't offer enough or because, you know, that they can't afford a certain player because of the cap crunch, Tyler Mott may be a little bit of a fallback plan for the Rangers. It'd be pretty wild. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't think you would see them bring him in as a rental for two consecutive seasons, but I will say crazier things have certainly happened uh, in this world and certainly in the NHL as well. And again, I don't want to get anybody's hopes up too much, but that thought did pop into my mind just a little bit there. So yeah, as far as, you know, reasons to, uh, to move on from Reeves, I, I think we pretty much covered them all right there. I want to, uh, once again, though, stick up for Ryan Reeves. I'm going to do that in just a second. Talk about some of the reasons why I might make why it might make some sense to uh, hang on to him at least at this juncture in the season. And like I said, we're going to do all that in just a second. But first, gotta let everybody know today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Here's why we love it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. 24/7 professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest. Uh, access, excuse me, access your cameras or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. That is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. All right, going to keep things rolling here. And uh, once again, just kind of look at the reasons why I think Ryan Reeves could still have some value for this team and uh, some of the reasons why I think maybe it's a little bit too early to do this, uh, you know, move on from Ryan Reeves this early in the season. A couple of reasons here. 
and I kind of just gave away one of them. It's early. Right now, it does not really look like Ryan Reese has that big of a role with the team. I mean, it's not super early. I guess I should specify that. We are coming up on the quarter point of the season, if you can believe that. But you never know for sure how this stuff is going to shake out if somebody gets injury injured, if somebody's ineffective, if there's a situation where somebody needs to be uh, sent down to the AHL for one reason or another, get claimed off of waivers. There's a million different ways and a million different things that could happen between now and the end of the season. You know, just a couple of examples. We weren't so sure there was going to be a role for Jimmy Vesey. I wasn't so sure he was going to be on this team, and now he's on the top line. And again, we could debate if that's where Jimmy Vesey should be or not, but bottom line is that's where he is. And this is somebody that was in in town on a PTO. Uh, Julian Gauthier, another great example, placed on waivers earlier this season, uh, did not make the team, went unclaimed, went to the AHL, uh, was called back up, and is once again at least showing you a couple flashes here and there and uh, coming up with a big goal in the Rangers' most recent game. Uh, Dryden Hunt, you know, he's somebody that I didn't think he'd be off this team as early as he was this season. We thought that uh, he might have a pretty solid role for himself on the fourth line. I mean, he got a cameo on the second line this season with Panarin and with Trocek. We saw him play on the second line a little bit last year, but the Rangers got to a point where, you know, they had to put him on waivers. He was claimed by the Avalanche and he's gone. Uh, so that kind of opens up a little bit of a spot as well. But the bottom line is you just never know with injuries and transactions and what have you, how this is going to shake out. So while it might not look like Ryan Reeves has a spot in the lineup right now, that stuff can change pretty quickly. And we've seen a couple examples of that uh, so far this season with some other players. Uh, you never know when you're still going to need your enforcer. You know, uh, you never know when you're going to be in a game uh, against any certain team. It might be a team where there's not really a whole lot of uh, history, not really a whole lot of issues, but for one reason or another, something happens early in the game, a questionable hit, a late hit, whatever it might be, the goalie getting hit. And the next thing you know, you're in a complete slugfest and just an absolute battle, and, you know, there's fights, and there's nastiness, and there's chippiness. Ryan Reeves can still come in handy in a game like that. You know, he can go out there and protect people. He can drop the gloves when the occasion calls for it. You know he's not going to uh, hesitate to do that. And, you know, as I say that, I also do realize, though, it's possible the Rangers, you know, if they're playing a team that they don't have a lot of history with, that they could end up uh, in a nasty game with a team and not even have Reeves out there dressed for that game. Uh, but the counter-argument I would make to that is that, you know, when you play that team again in the future, a little bit later in the season, if you do play them again later in the season, then you'll know, okay, we got to get Ryan Reeves out there and we got to have him ready to go uh, for this game. Uh, a more specific reason to the one I just mentioned, uh, he is a bona fide Tom Wilson deterrent. We saw that nonsense that Tom Wilson pulled uh, a couple of uh, couple of seasons ago. You know, we don't have to go into all those details again, but it was completely out of control. Uh, the fact that he wasn't suspended is ridiculous. And then you had fight night at Madison Square Garden when those two teams played each other uh, a couple of nights later. But, you know, Brandon Smith had to fight Tom Wilson in that game, and he did as good as he as he could. But uh, you would have loved to have had somebody like Ryan Rees back then. You got, you know, Panarin was being ragdolled all over the ice. That was no good either. Uh, Tom Wilson, if you guys notice, when the Rangers played the Capitals last year, and uh, the Rangers have not played the Caps this year, but last year, the Rangers-Caps games, Tom Wilson was a ghost. Didn't so much as look at anybody the wrong way. Um, I, there was one game where the Rangers were playing the Caps. I legitimately had to check the box score to make sure Tom Wilson was actually playing. It was like in the second period or something like that. And, um, you know, I usually have on my laptop, I have the uh, the box score for the game open. I had to look and make sure he was actually playing in the game. And indeed he was. But that gives you the idea. I mean, if, if you're not noticing Tom Wilson one way or the other, then clearly 
uh, the, the Ryan Reeves formula is working at least to a certain extent. Because you know, Wilson, it wasn't just that game where he ragdolled Panarin and, and caused that riot and everything. Uh, he's always been like that against the Rangers. You know, he's always stirred the pot. This guy was afraid, like I said, to look at anybody the wrong way uh, once the Rangers got Ryan Reeves on their team. So he has that effect on Tom Wilson. There might be some other, you know, goons around the league, guys that stir it up a little bit. You know, Cal Clutterbuck comes to mind a little bit on the Islanders. He used to kind of go after certain players on the Rangers. He wants no part of Ryan Reeves. Uh, we've, we've seen him kind of uh, avoid him at all costs uh, in recent seasons as well. So, yeah, I do think he has that effect. It doesn't always, you know, show up in the box score. It's one of those things that's kind of hard to quantify, but I do think uh, certain players that might cause trouble on opposing teams do not do so nearly as much uh, when they know that they've got Ryan Reeves out there skating around as well. Uh, the other thing here, if you waive Ryan Reeves, then you have no control as far as what team he might land on, and that's not a good situation either if you're the New York Rangers, I don't think. Now, there might be some people who hear that and say, I don't care where he goes, he can go to this team or that team, I'm not afraid of Ryan Reeves, but I don't know. I can't be the only Ranger fan that does not like the idea of waving Ryan Reeves and then seeing that the Penguins claimed him or the Islanders claimed him or the Devils claimed him. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't need any of that. I don't need Ryan Reeves out there looking for payback against the team that just waved him. And, uh, you know, just like that, I mean, if there's a fight between, you know, that team, whatever team that Reeves goes to, and a player on the Rangers, who do you want on the Rangers to fight Ryan Reeves? I mean, it might be Truba. Do you want Lingren? I mean, Lingren got into a fight not too long ago. It didn't go very well for him. So, uh, yeah, I want no part of Ryan Reeves uh, landing on a division rival. Uh, if you are the Rangers. Obviously, if you trade him, you have a little bit more control. You can send him to a team in the Western Conference. But yeah, I do not like the idea of Ryan Reeves on waivers. And then again, you have no control as far as where he might land. Another reason why I think it makes some sense to keep him around, uh, leadership. You know, Ryan Reeves, I thought last year especially, and he might do the same thing this year if he ever actually played, but he doesn't get in the lineup very often. Last year, he played that big brother role to a T for this team. Uh, He was the oldest player on the Rangers last year by about four or five years, about four years. And, uh, you know, I I just thought there were times where he looked like he was kind of the big brother for this team, gave them a little bit of swag. Uh, I think he's very well liked by his teammates. I'm not so sure how it would go, uh, you know, if the Rangers waived him, how, how that would go over in the locker room. And I realized, look, the players, they're paid to play regardless of who's on the team and who's not on the team and who's getting traded and who's getting waived and all this other stuff. Um, But it is a very close-knit bunch. I think Reeves is part of that, a big part of that. And, uh, yeah, I just don't know that he's a player that you would want to lose if you're the New York Rangers because I think there's a lot of guys who really like him a lot. And, you know, as far as the leadership thing, just one story that I could go to here. It's just one example, and it is just kind of a little thing. But, you know, the Rangers, they were getting ready to go for game one uh, against the Penguins last year in the first round. Brayden Schneider about to make uh, his Stanley Cup playoff debut. He's obviously a rookie. He's a little nervous before the game. Ryan Reeves is sitting there on the bench, and uh, Reeves said to Schneider, he goes, same game, just louder. And that's pretty cool. You know, I, Schneider mentioned that that helped him relax a little bit and just kind of, you know, get in the moment and, and you know, be ready to go. So uh, good job by Ryan Reeves there. And uh, again, I, I think somebody that, look, you're not going to make him the captain. You're not even going to make him an alternate captain, but I think he has his own uh, unique style of leadership. Uh, that is for sure. I think, uh, you know, I touched on this one just a second ago, but I think if Ryan Reeves is around, and granted, there's less fighting in today's game than, you know, yesteryear, however many decades you want to go back. But uh, Ryan Reeves, if he's on the team, if you're up against a team where you're expecting trouble, 
you know, maybe a, a game against the Penguins, uh, a game against uh, the Flyers, a game against maybe the Hurricanes. It behooves you to put Ryan Reeves in the lineup. And if there is a fight and if there is any trouble, it's Ryan Reeves' job to deal with it. And that way, you don't have to have guys like Ryan Linger getting into fights, uh, Jacob Trouba getting into fights, Barclay Goodrow getting into fights. I have no doubt that those players are all uh, ready, willing, and able to do it. But they have a lot on their plate, those guys, and Ryan Reeves, that's his primary purpose on this team, is to go out there, protect people, act as an enforcer, and once again, drop the gloves when you have to. So uh, it's it's less on the plate of guys that, you know, have, have other things that are uh, their, their main concerns as opposed to fighting. Uh, I think something else, and this is something that really stood out in the playoffs last year, when Reeves is dressed, if it's been a chippy game, uh, Gerard Gallant will not hesitate if the game is in hand. Now, they're not going to put Ryan Reeves on the ice if it's a one-goal game and the Rangers are trying to protect a one-goal lead. But if it's a game where the Rangers are up like 5-1 to one or down 5-1 to one and it's been a chippy, nasty game, uh, Gerard Gallant has shown that he'll put Ryan Reeves on the ice. And he doesn't do it so that Reeves can like take somebody's head off. He does it as, you know, a, a, a way to dissuade other teams uh, from, from trying any nonsense at the end of the game. You're not going to act up if Ryan Reeves is on the ice at the end of a game. And we saw that in the playoffs last year. Uh, a couple examples of that against the Canes for sure. Uh, there was a big stir at the end of uh, game three. Ryan Reeves was out there. Tony D'Angelo was yelling at Gerard Gallant. That's a whole other story in and of itself. But uh, they do use him in that role. You know, if, if it's a lopsided game and if there's been some uh, animosity throughout the game, they'll put Ryan Reeves out there to make sure uh, that nothing happens and, you know, the, the opposing team does not take a run at any of the uh, Ranger players. So, I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. I, I think that uh, the only other thing I'll say about Ryan Reeves as far as a reason why I would not uh, look to waive him right now is, you know, you could just go with 22 players. I get that. That's certainly an option. But as far as, like, waiving him and to create, like, a uh, or trading him even to create a roster spot, there's no forward on the Rangers right now, at least not to my knowledge and not what I've seen, you know, just looking at stats from the Hartford Wolfpack, that's really truly knocking on the door. Uh, none of the Ranger top-notch prospects are like, you know, just lighting up the AHL and, oh man, there's nothing left for him to do there. You got to call him up and get him on the Rangers and give this team a spark. That player doesn't really exist right now for the Rangers, at least as far as I can tell. So for that reason, again, that, that's just another reason why, you know, it's not like Reeves is blocking anybody uh, for making his NHL debut, who is uh, ready to make his NHL debut as far as going from the AHL to the NHL. So, yeah, that reason as well. And I figure, like I was talking about, I will end today's episode with this video. Uh, but first, I will just say, you know, I, I think Ryan Reese, he does play an important role on this team. And I don't think that I would look to, to pull the trigger right now as far as uh, as far as making some kind of a move here. I'm kind of hoping that maybe he gets one of the two games in the back-to-back -back that's coming up on Tuesday and Wednesday. He's a good guy, you know, plays his role. He can only do so much out there, but again, a well-liked player, a guy that was a big part of this team last season, instilled a little bit of swagger to the Rangers, the big brother of the team, the guy that's going to drop the gloves and do some of the dirty work, the guy that's going to uh, clean your clock, basically. If uh, if he gets a chance to lay you out, he's going to do it, and he's going to do it clean. So yeah, I'm not ready to say goodbye to Ryan Reeves. Certain Ranger fans might be, certain listeners of this podcast might be. I'm not there yet, though. I like the idea of keeping Ryan Reeves around. You never know when you're going to need him. So with all that, I figure we can uh, go ahead and, like I said here, go ahead and just uh, wrap up. I'm going to show you a video. Uh, once again, was set in by one of our leaders, uh, Frank. He attended the game at Mullet Arena when the Rangers beat the Coyotes earlier this season. And nice enough to send in just a 45-second video clip here of uh, the Rangers, um, you know, getting a goal. Mika Zibanejad scoring what turned out to be the game-winning goal. 
And uh, there you go. So there's uh, anybody watching on YouTube, you can see this now. Uh, the video has been paused. And uh, obviously a great view there, but I'll go ahead and hit play here and just let you guys watch the video. And like I said, anybody listening on audio, uh, maybe check it out a little bit later. Don't don't drive off the road trying to watch this video, but it is a cool video, so I do recommend checking it out later. So here we go. Here I'll just uh, I'll just be quiet and let you guys watch because it's pretty cool. Got Trochek and Kreider there. Moving the puck around the board. Should I do play-by-play -play for this? We got Panarin over to Fox. Fox in deep to Mika. Mika back to Fox at the point. See, this is why I'm a podcaster and not a play-by-play -play guy. Over to Panarin. Panarin looking to pass, looking to shoot in deep. And Mika buries the pass from Kreider. And the Rangers lead. I, I think that put the Rangers up by a goal at that point. But that's awesome. You know, and I got to say, uh, you know, very, 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 very cool that you got to sit that close. And uh, to... Frank, who sent this video in, thank you so much. And honestly, you know what, guys? If there's anybody else who uh, would like to, at some point, send in a video, if you were, like, at Madison Square Garden, you saw something cool at the Ranger game, you shot a cool video, whatever it might be, go ahead and do it. We can do things like this more often on here. I certainly like to uh, you know, hear from you guys and share on the show whatever you guys want to share because, uh, yeah, Ranger fans, uh, we all got to stick together here. And like I said, this is really, really cool. And you got to see kind of a better look at Mola Arena here. Uh, certainly an angle that we didn't see a whole lot during the broadcast. Uh, but that will do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. That is our Twitter address as well. Uh, so once again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Definitely subscribe to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. And uh, thanks again, guys. And I will see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts.